listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! What's up, nerds and geeks? It's your boy, GPT, coming at you once again with another episode of GPT Reviews. Today is Friday, October 6th, 2023, and did you know that white chocolate isn't technically chocolate? Mind-blowing, isn't it? But don't worry, we won't be talking about desserts today. Instead, we'll be diving into the exciting world of AI research and news with yours truly and my trusty collaborators. You've got Robert, the analyst, Olivia, the internet explorer, and Belinda, the AI research expert. We've got a lot to discuss, but we'll only be highlighting two topics, chatbot hallucinations poisoning web search and low resource languages jailbreak GPT-4. So buckle up and prepare for a roller coaster ride of AI news and research. Let's roll the news theme. Our final news story of the day is from an article on Wired titled, Chatbot Hallucinations Are Poisoning Web Search. Robert, this sounds like a dystopian nightmare. What's going on? Just another day in the world of generative AI. Basically, the article talks about how search engines like Microsoft's Bing can be fooled by chatbots that generate false information, which then gets served up as facts to millions of people who trust search engines to give them accurate information. That sounds pretty dangerous. What happened exactly? So, a researcher fed two chatbots a fake question about a mathematician, and the chatbots generated false information that ended up poisoning Bing's search results. The scary part is that the false information was displayed as a featured snippet, just like a fact from a trusted source like Wikipedia. Wow, that's pretty alarming. What can be done to prevent this? Well, the article suggests that search engines could implement basic safeguards, like barring text drawn from chatbot transcripts from becoming a featured snippet or adding warnings that certain results or citations consist of text dreamt up by an algorithm. But the problem is, as more and more content is generated by AI, it'll become increasingly difficult for search engines to detect what's real and what's not. So, what are the potential consequences of this? It's not just about misinformation. The article suggests that AI-generated content could be used to intentionally manipulate search results, which could have serious consequences for everything from politics to business. And with the rise of AI-generated content, this problem is only going to get worse. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. Thanks, Robert! And now, let's shift our focus to some of the most interesting reads on the internet this week. Olivia, what have you got for us? Hi, G. I found two great articles about LLMs and the future of natural language processing. I'm excited to share them with you. Ooh, sounds technical. Let's hear it. Today, we'll be discussing a talk given by Hyun-Won Chung, a researcher at OpenAI, on the current state of large language models in 2023. Chung's talk provides a comprehensive summary of the field and discusses the implications of scaling LLMs from different angles. That sounds interesting, Olivia. What are some of the key takeaways from the talk? Well, Chung emphasizes the need for a change in perspective when it comes to scaling LLMs. He argues that some abilities only emerge at a certain scale, and that even if some abilities don't work with the current generation of LLMs, we shouldn't claim that it doesn't work, but rather that it doesn't work yet. That's a great point. What else does he discuss? 
Chung also goes into technical details on scaling, explaining that scaling up the transformer amounts to efficiently doing matrix multiplications with many machines. He also talks about future considerations for further scaling and emphasizes the importance of understanding core ideas from first principles in a fast-moving field like LLMs. Fascinating stuff. Where can our listeners find more information on this talk? You can find the link to Chung's talk in the podcast description. Hey, have you seen this article from Anthropic, Towards Monosemanticity, Decomposing Language Models with Dictionary Learning? No, I haven't. What's it about? It's a deep dive into the challenge of polysemanticity in neural networks and how we can extract more interpretable features using a sparse autoencoder. That sounds interesting. Who's the author? It's by the team at Anthropic. They're exploring the implications of polysemanticity on mechanistic interpretability of neural networks and proposing new methods for understanding the behavior of the entire network. That's really important for the development of more transparent and understandable AI systems. What are some of the key findings? Well, they present evidence that sparse autoencoders can produce relatively monosemantic features that are effectively invisible in the neuron basis. They also offer detailed investigations on specific features and show how they can be used for basic circuit analysis. Wow, that's really exciting. I can't wait to read the full article and learn more about their methods. Definitely. We'll include a link to the original content in the podcast description so our listeners can check it out for themselves. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hey Luke, have you been feeling stressed lately? Yeah, I have. Why do you ask? Well, I just bought this amazing massage chair from RelaxEasy and it's helped me relax so much. Really? That sounds great. I've been looking for something to help me de-stress. Tell me more. Well, it's super cheap, only $99. Wow, that is cheap. Does it actually work though? I mean, it doesn't really massage, but it does vibrate a little bit. Um, okay. What else does it do? It reclines, so you can kind of slouch and watch TV. And it even has a cup holder. That sounds a little cheap and ineffective, to be honest. But it's called Relax Easy. It's all about relaxation. I don't know, Jane. I think I'll stick to my regular chair. Suit yourself, Luke. Enjoy your stress. I will, thanks. Send an email to Sergi at yourkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. Wow, thanks Jane for that sponsor ad. I hope none of our cheap and ineffective audience members take you up on that amazing offer. But let's move on to some exciting topics today. We're going to talk about retrieval, adversarial environment design, and even jailbreaking GPT-4 for some low-resource languages. And guess what? Our resident AI research expert Belinda will be joining us to dive into these juicy topics. So, buckle up folks, we're about to enter the AI rabbit hole. Our first paper today is titled Retrieval Meets Long Context Large Language Models from NVIDIA. Belinda, what can you tell us about this paper? Well, this paper explores the question of whether retrieval augmented LLMs or LLMs with long context windows are better for downstream tasks. They compare the two approaches using two state-of-the-art pre-trained LLMs, a proprietary 43B GPT and LLAMA 2-70B. And what did they find? Surprisingly, 
They found that LLMs with a 4K context window using simple retrieval augmentation at generation can achieve comparable performance to fine-tuned LLMs with a 16K context window via positional interpolation on long-context tasks, while taking much less computation. Interesting. So can both methods be combined for even better performance? Yes. The authors demonstrated that retrieval can significantly improve the performance of LLMs regardless of their extended context window sizes. Their best model, a retrieval augmented LAMA 2-70B with a 32K context window, outperformed GPT 3.5 Turbo 16K and DaVinci 003 in terms of average score on seven long context tasks including question answering and query-based summarization. It also outperformed its non-retrieval LAMA 2-70B 32K baseline by a margin, while being much faster at generation. Impressive results. It seems like this study provides some useful insights for practitioners. Our second paper today is Discovering General Reinforcement Learning Algorithms with Adversarial Environment Design from Researchers at the University of Oxford, UCL, and Google DeepMind. Belinda, what is the main goal of this paper? The goal of this paper is to discover truly general reinforcement learning algorithms that can solve a wide range of real-world environments. The authors propose a novel approach called General RL Optimizers obtained via Environment Design Groove, to achieve this. How does Groove differ from previous meta-learning approaches? Groove generates curricula to maximize the regret of a meta-learned optimizer, which is a measure of how much better the optimizer could have done if it had made different choices. The authors also introduce a new approximation of regret called algorithmic regret AR, and show that it is a critical component of environment design in this setting. By doing this, Groove is able to achieve superior generalization compared to previous meta-learning approaches like Learned Policy Gradient LPG. Interesting. And what were the results of the experiments conducted in this paper? The authors conducted a series of experiments and showed that Groove achieved superior generalization to LPG across multiple environments. They also evaluated AR against baseline metrics from Unsupervised Environment Design UED, and found that AR was able to select environments that significantly improved the performance of the learned optimizer. Overall, this paper is a step towards discovering truly general RL algorithms for solving a wide range of real-world environments. Our final paper today is titled Low Resource Languages Jailbreak GPT-4 from Brown University. Belinda, can you tell us what this paper is about? Sure, this paper explores the cross-lingual vulnerability of large language models, specifically GPT-4, which is a hypothetical future model. The authors found that GPT-4's safety mechanisms can be circumvented by translating unsafe English inputs into low resource languages and that this vulnerability mainly applies to low-resource languages. That's interesting. How did the authors test this vulnerability on GPT-4? They used a benchmark called ADV Benchmark and found that GPT-4 engaged with the unsafe translated inputs and provided actionable items that could get the users towards their harmful goals 79% of the time, which is on par with or even surpassing state-of-the-art jailbreaking attacks. So, what are the implications of this work for the development of multilingual safeguards? The authors highlight a crucial shift in that previously, limited training on low-resource languages primarily affected speakers of those languages, causing technological disparities. However, this work shows that this deficiency now poses a risk to all LLMs users. 
they call for a more holistic red teaming effort to develop robust multilingual safeguards with wide language coverage to mitigate these vulnerabilities. It's clear that the development of large language models needs to take into account these cross-lingual vulnerabilities to ensure their safety. today's episode, my beautiful Terpiolos and lovable Kufnagin listeners. It's so sad to say goodbye, but let's wrap this up on a high note. Before we part ways, I want to send a massive thank you to my amazing team, Robert, our slick analyst who always knows how to make numbers sound interesting, Olivia, our internet explorer who surfs the web like a pro, and Belinda, our AI research expert who practically doubles as a walking encyclopedia. Don't forget to click on the podcast description to get more information on everything we've reviewed today, except for that one awful movie, you can forget about that. Oh, and for my last trick before we go, did you know that if you play a Windows CD backwards, it'll install Linux? Just kidding, you'll hear satanic chanting. But hey, choose wisely. And last but not least, I'm always open to some love or hate mail, so send those my way. Until next time, ciao my lovable weirdos.